Atlanta's Incredible Radio, WIGO AM 1570, Morrow, Atlanta. You listen to the rest. Now it's time to listen to the best. Real Talk Sports, where these pro sport analysts do more than get in front of the throws. They never miss a catch or a call. No matter the sport, they always have the right call. Not just entertaining, it's the true sports fan forecasting guy. Feel free when you cash in or let it ride. With Real Talk Sports by your side, that is. Just to keep the ball bouncing even more, it's two-way talk with live questions and reviews. So be sure to listen in on the new WIGO. Good evening, good evening, good evening, everybody. This is your host, Minister Jonathan Simmons, as we broadcast to you live right here from the studios of WIGO, Atlanta's incredible radio, AM 1570. And you can also listen to us as we stream online, www.wigoam.com. And good news, we also are available on TuneIn Radio. That's right, on the free TuneIn Radio app, you just put in WIGO. 1570, you will find us. And guess what? You can now follow me on TuneIn Radio. Uh, when you click on the Real Talk Sports Show with Jonathan Simmons, just click that you want to follow the show, and voila, you will be able to follow me. And uh, we certainly appreciate all of your support here on this show. I can tell you, it's been a uh, another steamy day here in the ATL. Uh, temperatures once again soaring up above 90 degrees uh, for most of the day. I was out and about. Uh, intermingling with uh, people, uh, looking for uh, those of you who are looking to support good, clean sports radio, and uh, even got a chance to go to the Clayton County Chamber of Commerce, what they call the BASH, Business After Hours, uh, excuse me, Business After Hours Social Event. A fantastic event was hosted by the Fidelity Bank. I had no idea that what I thought was just a small town bank had so many branches and is now spreading out into Florida. Thanks to CEO Jim Miller and all of his people there at Fidelity Bank that uh, were so nice to host us and all of the Clayton Chamber members. And certainly if you are a Clayton County business person, uh, you need to think about joining the Chamber. Great organization, great way to network and meet uh, people. And we'll be giving some updates on some of the great things that they are doing uh, here in the Clayton County area and surrounding South Metro Atlanta. Well, as usual, another a great weekend of sports. That's the one thing that's fantastic about being in the month of June. Uh, all the sports are going on at one time. Of course, we are going to talk a little bit about the spectacular events going on in Brazil. Uh, the World Cup is in full throttle, and uh, we saw some spectacular play. We'll talk a little bit about that later on in the broadcast. We're, of course, going to bring you some hometown Falcons talk and other football talk with my favorite football analyst, the one and only Vincent W. Turner, a.k.a. Mr. Football, uh, will join us a little bit later on to talk uh, some good football talk. NBA Finals. We're going to talk about that as well. Uh, the big question is, uh, are the Spurs now to be considered with their fifth championship in 15 years to be one of the all-time great NBA franchises? And, of course, as you know, uh, as I said last week, I do believe that uh, many sports events are have been altered and predetermined. I don't want to take anything away from the Spurs' outstanding team play, but it looked a little shaky with Miami uh, in those last couple of games. I can't understand how the king, LeBron James, went from being unstoppable to looking very uninspired. Uh, not quite sure how that all went down. Not sure if he was told, hey, if you do not make this game, go this way. I'm going to introduce you to my little friend. Uh, don't know if that's what went on, but it looked very shaky to these 50-year-old-plus eyes. So uh, that's just the preacher's commentary, and we'll talk a little bit about that as well later on in the broadcast. Uh, like I said, again, just a lot of great stuff going on all simultaneously here. Um, really, man, i got to tell you, Atlanta itself has become the conundrum of sports in the South. I mean, as we're moving towards this fall season, folks, you better batten down your hatches because uh, we have the Chick-fil-A Bowl coming up with double bowl games to start off the season. We also have the inauguration and unveiling of the College Football Hall of Fame. So i got to tell you, folks, I'm going to be having some fun 
and I'm going to do everything I can to bring it to you here on Real Talk Sports. Uh, before I get into the show itself, I want you to know how to follow us. You can go to our website. That's right. We got a pretty pretty nice website, uh, www.realtalksports.net. Uh, we have some streams in from ESPN.com, so we'll keep you up to date with all the latest uh, and greatest in going on in the world of sports. We also have our, our some of our archive broadcaster on that website, and we also have some of our, our TV show, uh, our videos from our YouTube channel. And, folks, I'm going to leak a little bit about it right now, but it does appear that the Real Talk Sports Show might be coming to a TV station near you in the not-too-distant future. So keep it locked right here again for more information about that, www.realtalksports.net. I am going to open up the phone lines uh, once I bring Mr. Football on after the break. He's going to be coming on around 810. The phone lines to call us with your comments, your shout-outs. You're a preacher. You're talking crazy. Whatever you want to call us and talk about, as long as there's no cussing, you can call us up at 404-361-1570, or you can also find us at 404-361-1571. And, of course, you're listening to us on WIGO AM 1570, Atlanta's Incredible Radio. I'm going to test my, uh, my great assistant. We like to always kind of put it to the test. Normally, we don't take a break during this time period, but I'm going to take a little break. I'm going to get the show shut up. Uh, for you, because like I said we got lots of great stuff, and we'll also get Mr. Football on the line with us. We're gonna take a break, but keep it locked for more Real Talk Sports right here on WIGO AM fifteen seventy Atlanta's Incredible Radio. Attention promoters, event organizers, and committees. If you're looking for a place to have your next big event, you must check out the C-Room Multiplex. The C-Room Multiplex cordially invites you to book your next artist or to host your next big event at the C-Room, specializing in the following areas. CD release parties, showcases, fashion shows, movie premieres, birthday celebrations, wedding receptions, banquets, pastor's anniversaries, special events, and more. At the C-Room Multiplex, we also offer catering and decorating packages. For more information, call us, 678-823-5124. That's 678-823-5124. Or visit us on the web at croomatlanta.com. That's c-roomatlanta.com. The C-Room is Atlanta's premier Christian entertainment venue. The C-Room, 4013A Jonesboro Road, Forest Park, Georgia. Mention this ad for special pricing. All right, all right, all right, and we are back. Yeah, check out the uh, the C Room and check out some of the folks that are advertising with us. And ladies and gentlemen, listen, we want you to join the happy group here over at WIGO. We have some fantastic advertising rates, and we are doing it all now. As I mentioned, we are broadcasting on AM radio, which is called Terrestrial Radio, the official name. We also broadcast online, as I mentioned, and we do do tune-in radio. And I have now been recently elevated to the social media coordinator of the station, so when uh, we have an event or when our advertisers have an event, you might even see my smiling face there with my camera uh, taking pictures and possibly even videos of the event. So if you really want to get the message out and really support uh, some great radio and have a whole lot of fun uh, being on the air, uh, give, give me a call here at uh, my number, which is 678-304-8121, and we'd be more than happy not only to bring you on as an advertiser, but if you think you got what it takes to be a broadcaster yourself. We might be able to lease you a little airtime so you can do your own thing. All right, enough of that. Hey, sports talk is big right here going on right now. And like I said, again, we're waiting for Mr. Football to give us a shout in just a couple of minutes. What we're going to talk about here is a little NFL stuff going on here in Atlanta, unless you've been living in a cave. Uh, it was announced uh, last week that the NFL's HBO Hard Knocks is going to be coming to Atlanta. They're going to be joining the Falcons, uh, doing their basically, uh, I guess the NFL's version of uh, reality TV <laughs> will be right here in Atlanta, and they're going to be behind the scenes. Uh, I'm not sure if I really, I guess I'm happy as a broadcaster because we're going to try to give you some snippets from our behind the scenes, behind the scenes of HBO Hard Knocks, see if we can get you some pictures and videos of that. So that should be fun having all those folks down here. 
Uh, but I wonder if it's a distraction for the Falcons, considering the team is coming off a 4-12 and record, and the year before that found themselves literally 10 yards away from going to the Super Bowl. And the team itself has always been kind of conservative, and it's done them pretty well since, you know, the departure of Michael Vick. They've been to the playoff multiple times. And uh, Matt Ryan, whether you like him or not, the bottom line, he's been one of the most successful quarterbacks in the NFL for the last five years. So the Falcons have got a pretty good track record, went off the rails a little bit last year. So I'm just wondering is as they attempt to come back, uh, are you going to have a situation where this hard knocks is going to create more of a problem than anything else? So that's that's my big question there on that. And we're certainly going to be doing everything we can to get an inside look on uh, how it looks. Speaking of the Falcons, I'm going to talk to Mr. Football as we get him set up on the line right now. A little bit about this trade. The Falcons have pulled off a trade, uh, bringing a second-string quarterback, T.J. Yates, from the Houston Texans over. They traded linebacker Akeem Dent. They also, in a separate transaction with the Texans, get the linebacker Tim Dobbins. So uh, I guess as we uh, get ready to bring on Mr. Football, as we like to do, I think we might have a little theme music for him somewhere in our in our bailiwick. We always like to bring him in with a little uh, uh, theme music. We'll see if we can dig up that Tennessee fight song from somewhere out of there. Let's see if we can find it. Well, that's okay. We'll just bring on Mr. Football with no theme music. Mr. Football, you there, sir? How you doing this evening, Jonathan? I'm doing good, kind sir. Uh, listen, man, uh, you know, I'm looking at this trade that the Falcons made, uh, bringing up a second-team quarterback, T.J. Yates, uh, for Akeem Dent uh, and uh, getting a, a, a linebacker from – Houston, Tim Dobbins. I, I guess my question is, with the Falcons already being short on linebackers, why would they, in essence, basically trade one to get one? Why wouldn't they try to add another one on? And is, is their pressing need right now really a second-team quarterback? Well, when you're looking at the Falcons, the only reason they probably went to trade for another linebacker is that maybe Mr. Dobbins fits their scheme a little better than Akeem did. And based on the acquisitions they made on the offseason, I think the Falcons are more geared to play a 3-4, which is Kim Dobbins has had success playing in a 3-4 over in Houston. Now, Akeem Dent was a 4-3 linebacker at the University of Georgia, and we all know last year he lost his job to Paul Warlow. Now, as far as T.J. Yates, I think that was a good move because the Falcons really don't have any confidence in Dominic Davis if you look at his play from last year. So there was a need to get a quality backup second-string quarterback. And Mr. Yates has played in the playoffs two years ago when Matt Shaw was injured. He did make a start, had a win over Cincinnati, then came back and lost to Baltimore in the following week. And plus, Mr. T.J. Yates is a local guy. He's right out of Cobb County, went to Polk High School, by the way, of North Carolina University. So you think basically this is a move for the Falcons to get guys that better fit in their scheme. And certainly, you know, Dominic Davis being a little bit more of a mobile quarterback, you think that, hey, if i got to bring a guy in to replace Matt Ryan, you want a guy that's more of a drop-back style quarterback, a guy that might fit in the system, if I'm understanding right. I hope we still got Mr. Football there. we got a little uh, – I'm not sure if he hears us there. But anyway, what Mr. Football is saying there about the uh, dent trade – is a situation where it sets up better with the 3-4 style versus the 4-3. And I think we got him back on the line. Mr. Football, are you there? Mr. Football, do we have you, sir? Yes, sir. All right, fantastic. So what you're telling me is basically these, these moves were really set up because the Falcons are looking to try to get guys that fit better into their scheme, especially with T.J. Yates, with him being more of a, I hate to say traditional, but more of a traditional drop-back type of quarterback versus Davis is kind of more of a run-around guy that might fit out with the Falcons' long-team scheme, God forbid, if anything happens to Matt Ryan. Well, basically, I don't think it's necessary that. It's just Dominic Davis played poorly last year. He had an excellent chance to be the backup to Matt Ryan. I think that the Falcons know that if Matt Ryan happens to go down, they want some guy that they can put in there and have some experience. Well, there you go. Speaking and, of experience, and man. This, and then Mr. T.J. Yates, remember, the reason he was probably let go by Houston because Bill O'Brien masked the head coach. And Houston did draft a quarterback in the third round, Mr. Tom Savage out of the University of Pittsburgh. So it really wasn't a lot of room for T.J. Yates on the Houston Texans roster. Well, once again, uh, the NFL doing what it does best, uh, making money and moves as players shift around. Speaking of that, uh, 34-year-old Jason Babin, a guy who put up some nice numbers with Philadelphia, did a decent job with the Jaguars, seven and a half sacks last year. 
uh, he is now cut, ironically, after signing a new contract. Is that somebody the Falcons should take a look at? Well, like I said, I think the Falcons, and don't get me wrong, Mr. Babin has been a quality pro in the, in the league the last few years. As you said, he was a very productive player in Philadelphia. But the thing that concerns me, he's 34 years old. And if you know, I always say take the blueprint from a Super Bowl champion, which is the Seattle Seahawks. And what did Seattle do last year? They had young guys that can rush the passer and young guys in the secondary. And the Falcons have drafted, what, four or five defensive players in their past draft in 2014. So if you're taking Mr. Babin, then you're going to take away reps from Prince Shimbo, who you took in the fourth round. You're going to take reps from Rami Raheem Smallwood, who you took in the seventh round. You're going to take reps from Tyler Sock, who you took in the seventh round. So I think the Falcons realize this. You've got to get young on defense. So I wouldn't even say me being Mike Nolan or Thomas Demetrio or Mike Smith, I wouldn't be interested in a quality veteran like Jason Babbitt simply because of the age difference. Gotcha. Well, we're taking a close look at the Falcons camp. As I mentioned earlier, uh, Hard Knocks is going to be here in Atlanta. Uh, I know uh, last week we had talked about this, and you feel very comfortable. You think that might bring some added pop. Uh, I'm hoping that the pop moves them uh, back toward being a playoff-bound team and not cause a big distraction after coming off a 4-12 season. Okay, well, the other thing that's going on, obviously the big uh, brouhaha and showdown in the courts, uh, Jimmy Graham from New Orleans trying to hold out and consider himself a wide receiver, but on his Twitter profile he lists himself as a tight end. Uh, is this man uh, worth wide receiver money or is he fine getting seven point plus million dollars at the tight end position? Well, you look at Jimmy Graham. He's an outstanding talent. He's been very productive in the years in New Orleans. Although he is a tight end and he wants to ride receiver money, he can get that money somewhere else, but it's just not going to be in New Orleans. Because New Orleans, when you look at it, Jimmy Graham was playing within the system. And Drew Brees has took several other players and made them stars in that system. Debbie Henderson, Robert Meacham, Marcus Coaster. So Jimmy Graham is just another piece. Now, he might be worth money going somewhere else, but I don't see the New Orleans Saints getting him that type of money based on the fact they drafted the best receiver in the draft, Mr. Brandon Cooks out of Oregon State. His nickname, Minister, the Sonic Boom. 173 receptions, over 1,800 yards. You do the math. Would you give Mr. Graham that type of money based on the fact Drew Brees has won a Super Bowl and Mr. Graham wasn't on the squad at that time and he won it with the likes of Lance Moore, Debbie Henderson, and Marcus Coaster? I don't think so. Well, the other thing, too, is I think that really in that 7 to $9 million um, you know, price range, that's kind, of, that's kind of the money the top tight ends are getting. I mean, that's it. I mean, you, know, you can say what you want about the guy and, you know, makes a lot of catches like a wide receiver. At the end of the day, uh, they're paying him – near the top end of what tight ends get, okay? And, you know, he's right around what, you know, Gronkowski is looking at. Gronkowski's looking around $9 million a year. Jason Witten, your boy from the Cowboys, he's looking around $7 million a year. So, I mean, look, at the end of the day, man, I mean, if he's in that 7 to $9 million range, those are the two of the top tight ends in the league. I mean, well, I'm not know. saying that Jimmy Graham is not worth the money. All I'm saying is, remember what I'm saying, he could go somewhere else and get that money. He's not going to just get it with New Orleans because New Orleans can win without him. And they've proven it in the past. It's not about Jimmy Graham in New Orleans. It's about the architect. And his name is Sean Payton, how he's constructed that offense where you can put anybody in that offense and they're going to be successful. Now, if you're putting Jimmy Graham on another team, my question is, is this. How much of an impact, let's say, if you go to the Dallas Cowboys, is he good as Jason Witten? How good if you go to the San Francisco 49ers? Because right now, Vernon Davis is holding out. So is he good enough to play for the 49ers? Is he worth that money? I just don't know simply because the only tight end that I see that's really worth $9 million, if you look at the overall spectrum of this, is Rob Gronkowski in New England. So because New England needed his services to advance and better, better offensive football team. Jimmy Graham is in New Orleans where they have a lot of the pieces. Vernon Davis is in San Francisco where they have a lot of the pieces. Jason Witten is in Dallas where there's a lot of other pieces. Dez Bryant, DeMarco Murray, and also Mr. Tony Romo. But Ron Gajkowski is in a situation where Tom Brady needs him to move in to be successful. Oh, there's no question. We saw the difference when he was out there. And basically, that's the reason why they don't have that second Super Bowl 
uh, championship because at the end of the day when Gronkowski was injured, he couldn't make a key catch that he needed to make, turned into a turnover, and, of course, we know how that turned out against the Giants. So there's no doubt on that. Well, you know, one of the things that we, that we like to look at here is that we obviously want to talk about the things that are going on today, but you and I both being old school guys, we like to look a little bit into the past, and certainly we lost a great one, uh, all-time great Pittsburgh Steelers coaching legend Chuck Noll is gone. Uh, let me just ask you, Vince, because, uh, you know, we grew up in that era. Two things. Number one, in your mind, what of those Steeler teams that he coached, and he coached many great ones during that magnificent run in the 70s uh, into the uh, early 80s, what team, what year team do you think was the best of those Steeler teams in your mind? I would have mind? to say the 75 team. They won their first back-to-back Super Bowls and beat my beloved Dallas Cowboys. I thought their team was the most talented team. At the time, you had a lot of great players. The offensive line was very stout. John Cole, Jim Clack, Ray Mansfield, Jerry Mullins, um, Gordon Granfield. Mad Brown was an upcoming tight end that went to the offensive tackle later on these years. And then you had a young John Stallworth and a young Lynn Swan. We don't have to say no more about Rocky Bly, Franco Harris. Then you look on the defensive side, the great four gentlemen who I call the monsters of the midway. I don't want to say the Minnesota Vikings, Chicago Bears. I'm going to call them the monsters of midway instead of the steel curtain. Of course, Joe Green, L.C. Greenwood, Ernie Holmes, the white white, great linebackers, Jack Ham. Jack Lambert, Andy Russell, I thought they was the best team by far. Well, no question. As far as the most balanced Pittsburgh team, uh, there's no doubt that they were that because that team was coming into the prime, as you mentioned, in terms of their offense and defense. Everybody was in the prime of their careers. And, of course, the guy that you left out was the trigger man. A lot of people overlook him because of his sometime erratic play, but the guy was the coolest cat when it came down to Super Bowl. And, of course, we're talking about the Louisiana legend, Mr. Terry Bradshaw. Like I said, a lot of people don't like Terry Bradshaw, and a lot of people don't give his credit. But, man, when you look at it, football is a game that your quarterback has to play at a high level for you to win. Your quarterback doesn't play well, you don't win no football games. And Terry Bradshaw has to go down as one of the best because he was 4-0 and in Super Bowl competition. 4-0 and in Super Bowl competition. I don't want to talk about the regular season stats when the money was on the line. The guy was money gold. There's no question. I mean, if you look at those Super Bowl games, uh, at the end of the day, outside of the very first one, where really the defense is what won the day, he made the plays when he absolutely had to be made. Uh, and he, what he did was he did the one thing you have to do when you have great players around you. He trusted those players to make plays. People said, well, he just threw the ball out there. He threw the ball out there because he knew that he had one of the great tandem of wide receivers in NFL history, as you mentioned in Stalwart and Swan, two guys that if you put the ball anywhere in the vicinity of where they were, they absolutely were going to come down with the ball. And, of course, as you mentioned, those spectacular catches that Swan had in the Super Bowl against your Cowboys really was the turning point. Four catches for 161 yards, especially that last one he made where he's actually going down to the ground. Those catches not being made, ladies and gentlemen, we'd be talking about the great dynasty of the Dallas Cowboys and not the Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, I kind of disagree with you on that, uh, Minister, a little bit. I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan, but the Pittsburgh Steelers are a way better football team, player by player, roster by roster. Look at the type of Hall of Fame players that came off that squad, and that's all I have to say. As much as I don't like the Steelers Nation, they were a better football team, hands down. Well, I guess, Mr. Football, that's my great affinity for the guy that you had pulling, pulling the trigger on those great teams. I'm talking about the guy from Navy, the Naval Academy, Roger the Dodger. Uh, he always impressed me, Captain Comeback. Uh, to me, again, another guy, very underrated because he never put up the gargantuan numbers because back in those days you did not. But, again, if you needed a guy to get you to that game where no matter how many points you were behind, nobody was better during those 70s than uh, Captain Comeback. So I wanted to make sure to give him his kudos. Well, listen, man, what do you think that uh, Chuck Knoll, before we go to the break, what do you think that Chuck Knoll fits in the pantheon of great coaches? Because, obviously, there's, there's, there's some that you can talk about. Obviously, the big guy whose name was on the trophy, Vince Lombardi. But where do you put Chuck Knoll in that pantheon of great coaches? I think you have to put him at the top, man. He came into the Steelers organization in 1969, was assistant over Don Shula with the Baltimore Colts, was an unknown. First year, a lot of people don't know this, he went 1-13 and 13 his first year in the league. 
built that team through the draft, had a vision. There's no question about it. When Chuck Noll name is mentioned as great coaches in the NFL, you have to put them up there as 1A or 1B. I like how you say that because no question, obviously, with his name being on the trophy, it's hard to unseat one of the greats of all time, Vince Lombardi, with the number of championships. Obviously, he came along in his prime towards the end of the Super Bowl, the beginning of the Super Bowl era, so we don't know how good those Packer teams would have been in the early 60s, but I think that they could have possibly run up that same number of championships if we were playing the Super Bowl back in those days. So no question, Chuck o, Chuck Noll has to rank as 1A because of his sterling record in the Super Bowl, 4-0. and o and played against some of the great teams in that era, obviously beating your Cowboys two times uh, and beating the Vikings as well. So uh, there's no and question. some good Houston Oilers teams. That's Back correct. in the late 70s, they had Earl Campbell, Dan Pastorini, Robert Bazile. That was a good football team that the Steelers beat back-to-back to get to the Super Bowls, beat a very good Los Angeles Rams team at the time. They had Jack Youngblood, Vince Bergano, Patrick Thomas that was playing corner. I mean, the Steelers beat Minnesota. We had Fran Tarkenton. When you look at an organization that has not changed their colors, and I got a lot of respect for the Steeler Nation. Chuck Nall started it all. It's a terrible tile. That is one of the most awesome transitions. When you even go to the sports bar, the Steeler fans be twirling that towel, baby. <laughs> I'm almost ready to put on some pads right now, Minister. <laughs> you got, I know you're a Packers fan, but when those Steelers get to twirling those towels, you hear me, Miss Venus, board operator? It's no tradition in the National Football League better than the Pittsburgh Steelers, brother. Well, Mr. Football, I think what I need to do right now is ask you to please, <laughs> please sit down, uh, have the missus grab you a nice uh, cold ginger ale beverage because I can assure you, with both of us now having numbers that begin with five to start our age, it will be a bad look if we try to put on any kind of pads and do any kind of running right now. So we might get a little jog in, but getting out here and getting hit one time, I think that would be about it. Well, listen, Mr. Football, we want you to stay with us right here. We're going to take a quick break uh, because what we want to do is talk a little bit about what's going on in the NBA, where the Spurs rank, uh, did the Heat lay down, where does Tim Duncan rank, but to find all that, folks, you need to keep it locked right here on WIGO AM 1570, Atlanta's incredible radio, for more of the Real Talk Sports Show. Hi, I'm Bob Rathbun for the Touchdown Club of Atlanta National Football Foundation chapter. Atlanta will soon become the new home for the College Football Hall of Fame, and our sport is more popular than ever. The Touchdown Club of Atlanta has been going strong for 75 years and is the oldest chapter in the country. The goal now is to make this the biggest chapter in the country, providing even more support and scholarships for student-athletes. Visit TouchdownClubOfAtlanta.com and show your support by joining the TCA NFF chapter. Buckle up and take flight with Air Force on Atlanta's incredible radio. Incredible. Attention promoters, event organizers, and committees. If you're looking for a place to have your next big event, you must check out the C-Room Multiplex. The C-Room Multiplex cordially invites you to book your next artist or to host your next big event at the C-Room. Specializing in the following areas, CD release parties, showcases, fashion shows, movie premieres, birthday celebrations, wedding receptions, banquets, pastor's anniversaries, special events, and more. At the C-Room Multiplex, we also offer catering and decorating Packages. For more information, call us 678-823-5124. That's 678-823-5124. Or visit us on the web at croomatlanta.com. That's c-roomatlanta.com. The C-Room is Atlanta's premier Christian entertainment venue. The C-Room, 4013A Jonesboro Road, Forest Park, Georgia. Mention this ad for special pricing. W-I-N-N-E-T-E-S-A-U-K-A-H is so much fun that even if you can't spell it, you'll have so much fun. W-I-N-N-A-W-I-N-N-E-P-E-S-O-C-A-K-E, Soka. That's why I got it like that. 
<laughs> Come on, get happy at Lake Winnipesoka Amusement Park and Sokia Water Park. Now open Wednesday through Monday. Every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Sunday, and Monday, save $3 on one unlimited ride and slide ticket with a coupon from Sunbeam Bread Wrappers. One coupon is valid for up to four people. Thrill aboard the Cannonball Roller Coaster. Soar through the air on the Wave Swinger. Splash into summer at Sokia Water Park. Save $3 with your Sunbeam Bread Wrapper. Call 877-525-3946 or visit LakeWinnie.com. Come on, get happy and get soaked. Lake Winnipesoka will make you smile. Now, you can listen to WIGO on your mobile phone. Just download the free TuneIn radio app and turn up Atlanta's incredible radio. AM 1570, WIGO. All right, all right. We are back here. You're listening to the Real Talk Sports Show. I'm your host, Minister Jonathan Simmons. We have opened up the phone lines. I know sometimes these phone lines get a little jammed, so we're going to give you some secondary numbers. Main line, 404-361-1570. Secondary line, 404-361-1571 or 404-361-8843. And uh, you can give us a call because we're going to be giving away some tickets to Lake Winnipesaukee in just a few minutes. Well, Mr. Football, uh, while I have you on the line, sir, the last thing I want to talk about in the NFL, uh, Washington Redskins. Uh, should they change the name from the Redskins to something else? A lot of heat now with the Patton boys now uh, disavowing them to have the trademark for that name. Well, like I said, <laughs> man, we got a lot of more concerning issues with the National Football League, and it just amazes me that somebody be worried about a nickname. But, no, nah, the Redskins should keep it as they nickname. That's been in the family, what, 40, 50 years? I don't see no problem with that. Tell the people to get a life, man. Well, I mean, here's the thing. I think they could solve the situation. Me personally, if you're going to continue to get this pressure, you're going to have people boycotting and all this other kind of nonsense. If you had to change the name, to me, two very easy choices. Either change it back to the original name, which was the Braves. Call them the Washington Braves. You can leave the logo and everything alone. Or you can even go back to the old logo that used to wear back in the 60s and 70s with just a spear. Or you can call themselves the Washington Warriors and go back to the old gold helmets with the R. Just put a W in there. I mean, if you're really going to do it, because it's the same issue. I mean, what's the difference between Redskins and the Braves? We have the Atlanta Braves here, so I'm not, I'm not sure what the situation is. Uh, phone lines are ringing here. Well, hey, we got a caller on the line, Mr. Football. We're going to put you on hold for just a second, and we're going to bring the caller on to the show. We have Donna from way down in Maryland. Donna, welcome to our show. Well, hello, Mr. Simmons. How are you? I hope you can hear me. I'm here at the National Braves game here at Nat- National Stadium. Well, that is fantastic. Uh, we're glad that you took time out to give us a call. Now, we hope that you're not going to give us some, you know, score that the Braves are getting the break speed off them. We hopefully that you're just settling in and uh, for hopefully a Braves victory over the Nationals. You're, you're kind of breaking up. Hello? Yes, I hope you can still hear me. I was saying that uh, I hope that you're not going to give me a report that the Braves are losing handily right now to the Nationals. <laughs> Well, there you have it, Braves fans. Uh, we, we normally bring uh, the Braves talk on the end of the program, but we're so thankful that we're actually getting a live update all the way from the National Stadium here as the Braves are uh, taking an early 2 to nothing lead. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for calling. No problem. Thank you. But the Nationals, are, they're going to win this one, though, I have to say. All right. Get that call off the air right now. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, we appreciate uh, Donna giving us a call away from Maryland. Uh, she wanted to try to rub it in uh, and call and hopefully tell us that the Nationals were going to be winning. But uh, as you heard, folks, uh, bases loaded for the Braves and a base knock to drive in two from young Mr. Johnson. The Braves ahead of Nationals, four to nothing. Let's go back to Mr. Football here as we continue our, our episode here, talking a little about the NFL. Vince, you're saying that basically they should leave it alone. Me personally, if it's going to continue to create this kind of drama, like I said, again, go to the Braves or the Warriors and, and call it a day. I mean, football's got a lot more pressing issues. I mean, of course, I just don't see where people are so much attuned to 
what team has a nickname. I mean, the Redskins, the Braves, it's been a nickname. It's been associated with Washington for, what, almost 50 years. So I don't see no problem with it. Daniel uh, Snyder just write the people for a check and give them some season tickets. <laughs> well, it might come to that because uh, at the end of the day, there might be some, some hypocritical action because I think what a lot of people don't know, Vince, is what's behind the scenes with this action. All this trademark uh, revocation does really is open up other people to use the Redskins cha- trade name. So really this is about economics. I mean, because if you really wanted to shut this down, it wouldn't be about just saying, hey, we're going to jam them. This, is, this is just has to do with economics to try to put the squeeze on Snyder. And I'm saying if you're going to release the name and take off the trademark, then you've actually done more injustice because even more people are going to be using the name now. So it uh, might be a little hypocritical there. Well, that's enough for the NFL here. NBA Finals. The San Antonio Spurs, congratulations to them as they win championship five in 15 years. This great saga started with back with Tim Duncan as a youngster, winning their first championship in 1999 and now winning championship number five in 2014 uh, in, in grand fashion, four to one over the heat. Okay, where do you think this puts them really in the pantheon of great NBA teams? Are they now one of the top two, top three, top four where would you rank them, and, and why do you think they should be where they are in the ranking? Uh, I certainly put them in the top three. Okay. Uh, based on the longevity of their three top players, Tony Parker, Mr. Ginobili, and, of course, Tim Duncan, who I consider the best power forward to ever play this game. And, of course, Greg Popovich, who I think is the greatest coach that's coached in the NBA. Oh, whoa! Whoa. Yes, sir. Oh, hold on. Whoa, wait a minute now. Wait I a said minute. Mr. Popovich. I'm saying it right now. I think... Right now, in my lifetime, he's the best I've seen do it. Okay, okay, I'm glad you kind of cleared that up a little bit. But now, what? Um, let me see if I can get this straight. You're going to rank Greg Popovich. You already put a disclaimer out in your lifetime, so you immediately put off probably the greatest coach ever, Red Auerbach. So he's out. I understand that. But okay. you're saying he's Jonathan, better. If Go ahead. You look at what Mr. Popovich is won with in the system, and take away and, and look at what Mr. Red Auerbach. Red Auerbach had. Arguably the greatest player in the game at their time, Bill Russell. Arguably the greatest point guard at the time, Bob Cousy, John Havlicek, the Jones boys, Casey and Sam. I don't even want to get in the discussion of Bill Jackson. When he was in Chicago, had the greatest player, Michael Jordan, went out there. L.A. had Shaquille O'Neal and Kobe Bryant. Look what Mr. Popovich has won the championships for the talent he's had. He won the first championship with a elderly David Robinson and a young Tim Duncan. Then look at some of the squads afterwards. Of course, he had the marquee playing Tim Duncan. He had a young Tony Parker, a Mano Juven Ginobili. But look at the other pieces his had. Matt Barner, Bruce Bowling. Come on, man. Get, I mean, come on. I mean, give me a break here. Okay, look now. Look at the players that he's won with. This team here wasn't really a great, talented team. If you want to really know about it, it was about Greg Popovich having a system. Boris Diaw couldn't even make it here in Atlanta. Danny Green was out of the league for two years before he finally landed the roster spot with San Antonio. Patrick Mills was a gentleman. The guy, to me, is the best coach I've seen do it at this high level, Greg Popovich. Well, there you go. That's a compelling argument, Mr. Football. Um, I still kind of like uh, what Phil Jackson has done over the years. Superstars are not. Sometimes it's harder to coach great stars than it is to coach unknown players and get them to buy into your system. So I guess we might have to agree to disagree on that one. Uh, bottom line, now, you said something else there. You said that Tim Duncan is the best power forward of all time. Did I get that right? And no question about it in my mind. Okay. In my mindset, what I've seen, his ability to play in this league for a long time, four rings, it's no question about it. Who else can you really put up there with him? Well, the power forward position, you know how it is, man. The bottom line is rings take take everything. So the I'm fact that he has the rings. Would you put up there with him? You, you posed the question, Minister of Defense. I call you Minister of Defense. Yes, sir. Who right now who would you say Tim Duncan? Who, who else could take his spot? Well, uh, I think I could throw out a guy by the name of Carl Malone. He was a very good power forward. Of course, you'll say to me, of course. Now, of course, now, don't you go say to me, hey, Minister, he didn't win any championships. I understand that. Of course, he was playing in the Michael Jordan area, so I give him a pass but, on that. Jonathan, don't we judge rings, though? Don't we judge champions? Right. Unfortunately, Carl Malone did not get it done in the Michael Jordan era. And I don't want to hear about the Michael Jordan era because when you look at it, different eras come along. Will Chamberlain 
won only one championship when Bill Russell, well, he won two. He won one with Philly and one with L.A. That's but correct. Bill Russell and Will Chamberlain, everybody was saying Will Chamberlain was a better player, but when you look at it, Bill Russell ended up being graded high as him because he won championships. But you have to win championship with players. Give it Carl Malone, there's no question about it. I would rate him right up there with Tim Duncan. But the separation for me would be rings. But Carl Malone did not have the type of talent that Tim Duncan have. I will give you that. And according to what you're telling me, he didn't have the coaching. No disrespect to the coach of Utah at that time. So that's it. So basically, Mr. Football is now signed on. He's saying Spurs are one of the all-time best and Tim Duncan. Three, I didn't say, yeah, they won the all-time <laughs> best. I would say probably they'd be my third all-time team because they won four rings in this era. Correct? Correct, sir. Now, speaking of that same team, Tony Parker. Uh, do you think he's the best point guard in the NBA, or do you still give it to CP3, or do you have someone else in mind? Do you think he's the best point guard in the NBA? Absolutely. Tony Parker, the, he's the king of the windows when you're talking about the NBA. Right now, truth is in the pudding. As we say back in my hometown of Memphis, Tennessee, my old grandmama used to say Mrs. Leela Turner, truth don't tell no lies. Tony Parker has four rings. Chris Paul has nada. Well, there it is. Everybody is jumped on the Spurs bandwagon. And I'm going to tell you something. I guess what it is is amazing not, for me. It's not nobody jumping on their bandwagon, Pastor. I mean, excuse me, Minister. The, the fact of it is, is that they won four rings in the, in the era. Tony Parker's a four-time NBA champion. As much as it hurts me because I had the Miami Heat, you've got to give credit where credit is due here. And right now, San Antonio is at the top of the mountain. And Chris Paul has not won a ring. Russell Westbrook has not won a ring. Kevin Durant has not won a ring. And to be graded on a level of professional sports is all about championships, man. Rings are the thing, according to Mr. Football. And I, and you really can't argue with that. Just it just I guess what it is, it just seemed that there were times in that finals. I guess I can't understand how LeBron James went from unstoppable to uninterested. Uh, watching the body language of that team. Now, a lot of people said, well, San Antonio took their heart. They were tired because they had, you know, three or four consecutive years of these finals runs. I don't know what it is, but all I know is I looked at the the Heat, and considering they were playing game four to try to, you know, make this an even series, they looked very uninspired. And when I see people look uninspired, Mr. Football, you know I'm a great conspiracy theorist. I'm always thinking, why would you look uninspired in game for the NBA Finals, when you yourself are trying to set your legacy? Well, I don't think it was so much with LeBron James because he averaged 27 points in the Finals. And he did all he could do. He averaged, what, nine rebounds, six assists. I think when you look at it, San Antonio just had a better roster, a better squad. We might have kind of gave Miami a little bit too much credit by them beating Indiana in the Eastern Conference Finals. But when you look at it, San Antonio had better players. Boris Diaz was better than Rashad Lewis. Danny Green was better than Dwayne Wade. Kawhi Leonard was the equal of LeBron James. Tony Parker was definitely, let me say this again, definitely better than Mario Chambers and Boris Cole. I don't know what happened to that guy. I mean, here's a guy that last year was a key cog, and, buddy, I don't know whether somebody had his, somebody in his family hostage but he looked like his game was held hostage in that whole series. Patty, Patty Mills was better than Ray Allen. But Jay was, Duncan was way much better than Chris Bosh. I mean, you got to give credit where credit is due. And Greg Popovich was a way 30 times better coach than Eric Spokesman in this finals. Well, Mr. Football, hold on one second, sir. Uh, the phone lines have been buzzing here. and You can uh, call us as well, folks, 404-361-1570. We're going to go to the lovely Miss Shea is on the line. Miss Shea, welcome to our show. Okay. Hello, so Shea, are you there? Hello? Hello? Uh, hey. Hey. Well, uh, welcome to our show, ma'am. How are you? That's me. Oh, I'm fine. <laughs> well, well, have you liked what you heard so far? <laughs> Wait, what? I'm just... I'm in the middle of... I'm about the Spurs. What do you think about the um the game, Malik? Uh, Did you I want thought the Spurs it was good. Well, good. out of the teams that competing, I guess I wanted the Spurs to win. I wasn't a big fan of either team, 
but the Spurs played better balls than the Heat. They shared it more. And even though LeBron had a good game, the Spurs, the as a whole, the Miami team was just mediocre. Well, uh, young man, it sounds like you know a little bit about basketball. Now, do you play it all yourself? Uh, yes, I play. There you go. Now, you, you're going to be playing at any of our local high schools or junior high schools so we can kind of be on the lookout for you? Um, I plan to. I plan on, I plan on playing local high, um, my high school ball. Well, there you go, young. There it is. Mr. Malik right here calling our show. Uh, and I think you're from Douglasville, young man, the uh, people were telling me. I'm from where? Douglasville. Yes. There you go. So, folks, uh, keep your eye out in local high schools in the Douglasville area. Look out for a young man named Malik. And, Malik, we appreciate you calling the Real Talk Sports Show. Okay. Thanks. Well, phones are buzzing. I think we have another caller on the line. We're going to try to pick up our next caller. And, caller, uh, listen, folks, if you're calling in, the phone lines actually have been jammed up. We appreciate all the folks who are calling in to support our program. Uh, we're going to, again, the phone lines are continuing to be open, 404-361-1570 or 404-361-1571. As we bring back Mr. Football. Uh, Mr. Football, listen, uh, we're going to close out here with the Spurs really quick before we go to the break. Kawhi Leonard, is he a top 10 NBA player in your mind, yes or no? After these finals, there's no doubt about it. So you got him pegged as a guy. Now, here's the question. Now, we everybody keeps saying a top 10 player. Do you think he's of the caliber that once a Duncan leaves that team, can he now be the new Spurs big gun to bring them to possibly another area championship? Do you think he's the type of player who can potentially carry that Spurs team? I'm going to say he's a top 10 player based on him winning the MVP this year, but no, he's not a player I think personally can carry a team like Tim Duncan. I think he's in a perfect situation, a perfect system, and a perfect coach to coach him his talents up. And if you surround him with better players in San Antonio, it's going to be very competitive. But me to put him on the level of a Tim Duncan or LeBron James or Kobe Bryant to carry a team, not right now. Maybe down the road, but I don't see it. I just think the system is what made him very successful. And him playing with great players. Well, there you have it right there. Our favorite sports analyst. This guy is a veritable sports encyclopedia. Before I let him go and we go to break, though, I'm going to let him tell you where you can hear him because he's got his own show right here on WIGO AM 1570. Uh, yes, sir. I appreciate that, Minister. You can hear us every Saturday at 100 yards of football from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. on WIGO. We talk about football, current, past, and present. Also, we have a little NBA with Top Atlanta Braves, and I have a very star-studded lineup. I got the Roll Tide Brothers, Roy and Troy Beecham. I got the lovely lady, Mrs. Stacy Yancey, Johnston Maddox Maddox, and Brad the Truth Mason out of Alabama State University. And, of course, yours truly, Vincent Turner, from the Bluff City, Memphis, Tennessee. And, by the way, Minister, when I come over from here on out, don't play the University of Tennessee. Find that Memphis State fight song. God bless. Outstanding show. Mr. Football, we appreciate you as always. That was Vincent W. Turner, Mr. Football, giving us a correction there, telling us that we need to bring the Memphis State fight song in. And, Ms. Venus, I got to tell you, we have to find it because as much as I love Mr. Football, he cannot sing a lick. But, hey, listen, we appreciate all those of you who are listening. We still have a little bit more of www.realtalksports.net, your favorite sports talk show right here on WIGO AM 1570. Keep it locked here because we're going to be giving away tickets very, very soon to a lovely place to take your family. Keep it locked right here on WIGO AM 1570, Atlanta's incredible radio. Geico presents Strange Savings Stories. Sam Tucker woke to find crop circles in his cornfield that spelled out the word Geico. Was this a message sent by aliens? Sam went to Geico.com and saved hundreds of dollars with great discounts. He woke the next day to find new crop patterns had formed. They spelled out, you the man. It seems the aliens were pleased indeed. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Summer color is everywhere. It's also at the Home Depot with Bear Premium Plus Ultra Interior Paint from only $31.98 a gallon. So let's bring home the perfect color with the number one rated interior and exterior paint and primer in one that's giving summer shades a run for their money. Let's do this. 
Bear Premium Plus Ultra Interior from $31.98 a gallon. More saving, more doing. That's the power of the Home Depot. Rated by an independent consumer study, U.S. only. See store for details. Attention promoters, event organizers, and committees. If you're looking for a place to have your next big event, you must check out the Sea Room Multiplex. The Sea Room Multiplex cordially invites you to book your next artist or to host your next big event at the Sea Room, specializing in the following areas CD release parties, showcases, fashion shows, movie premieres, birthday celebrations, wedding receptions, banquets, pastor's anniversaries, special events, and more. At the Sea Room Multiplex, we also offer catering and decorating packages. For more information, call us, 678-823-5124. That's 678-823-5124. Or visit us on the web at croomatlanta.com. That's c-roomatlanta.com. The Sea Room is Atlanta's premier Christian entertainment venue. The Sea Room, 4013A Jonesboro Road, Forest Park, Georgia. Buckle up and take flight with Air Force on Atlanta's incredible radio, WIGO AM 1570. We are back. Uh, you're listening to the final segment of the Real Talk Sports Show. I'm your host, Minister Jonathan Simmons, and you're listening to WIGO AM 1570, Atlanta's incredible radio. You also can find us streaming live on the web, www.wigoam.com. Uh, you also can now find us on any mobile device. Via the free, that's right, absolutely free, tune-in radio application. Just go in there and put in WIGO 1570, and you will be able to find us lickety-split. And we thank those of you who have been calling. We know the phone lines have been jammed. Uh, we've gotten lots of calls in tonight, and we appreciate all those of you who are supporting this show. I can tell you, man, it is, uh, like I said again, very, very, I'm very, very blessed, you know, to be here uh, on this radio station. It is a station that has been committed to, uh, put a great outreach in the community, especially those who live in the South Metro area. Uh, so if you are on this side of town, please certainly seek us out. Uh, and matter of fact, if you if you have a son or daughter, because uh, I know we're about to go into our high school segment, I'm going to play a little uh, few interviews that we did at the Cam Newton 7-on-7 seven seven tournament. I'm going to play it here and let you get a, uh, a good glimpse of that. If you have a young person, an athlete, student athlete, let me put an emphasis on that, that has a great story, someone that's maybe doing great things on the basketball court or on the football gridiron or if she's a young lady on the field, hockey field, whatever it may be, and you think that's uh, someone that we need to highlight, spotlight on this show, uh, please let us know because we are committed here uh, to bring you the good news about what's going on. We want to talk to the student athletes as well. Speaking of student athletes, before we get into the high school section, um, something that I knew and have talked about in previous years was going to happen, uh, finally has come to full fruition. NCAA being sued by former student athletes, uh, feeling that the athletes have basically been abused and should be paid. Now, I've had this argument with many, many people, a lot of people, and even myself at the beginning, you know, kind of had some angst about this because we still try to look at college sports as being the last bastion of amateur athletics. But to be very candid, especially in the last, you know, 15 or 20 years, and really in these last five years, the NCAA and all the major conferences, in my mind, have done exactly what I predicted that they are probably going to do if they're not careful. They're going to kill the golden goose. The foot of sp football, especially college football here in the South, and even now out West and in other places in the Midwest, is huge. It's almost like, I hate to say this to the preacher, it's almost like a religion. You know, people, they tailgate for hours, they paint their faces, they decorate themselves, they basically put their kids through these arduous summer uh, practices, and sometimes kids have died on the field, all for that football glory. And what the NCAA, in their great greed uh, and lack of hubris of any type, have over these last five to ten years just accumulated money at a record pace. Uh, and the same thing with these big conferences like the SEC, especially the Big Ten. Uh, they have just created this huge money pit. They are signing independent contracts with ESPN for huge amounts of money. Now they're going to the NCAA to tell them, hey, we want to kind of run these conferences the way they want. 
They've created these super conferences where 12 and 16 teams are all, they're not even aligned in the same geography anymore. And it's all because the chase of the mighty dollar. But meanwhile, you have folks in the ivory towers of our universities having the nerve to come out and saying players should not be compensated at all. Well, guess what, greedy folks? Like Paul Revere said, it ain't the British that are coming, it's the student athlete that's coming. And rightfully so, because these athletes have to be paid in some way, shape, or form. I'm not saying that you sit down and say, hey, I'm going to pay players uh, $50,000 a year to come here and play. But at the end of the day, the, the, the bag man in college sports, and I'm talking about those people who take money from boosters and so forth and bring them to the homes of these students, have been going on for years. So what you should do is get away from that, stop making the student athlete a criminal, uh, stop putting him in a position where he has to think about breaking NCAA rules uh, versus, you know, being able to play. They have to come up with some kind of stipend. Uh, this suit that Mr. O'Bannon has brought against the NCAA is not going to go away. Obviously, it's in full throttle right now. And it's going to have uh, huge ramifications on how college players are treated. And it's going to create a huge conundrum. The other greedy pig in this situation, <laughs> and I'm going to rant before I get off the air. <laughs> the NFL <laughs> continues to amaze me as I heard some announcements today listening to another sports show in terms of what the NFL does to a city when they come into the town for the Super Bowl. I'm just stunned of the requirements that they have, asking them to, to make uh, police officers work overtime and have the city pay for it. The city having to pay all of these huge dollars amount to get these Super Bowls here. Now, I understand the Super Bowl generates a lot of money, but the NFL makes a lot of money. Okay? Stop being a greedy pig, because I'm going to give you an old story that we used to hear in the car sales business. And it went like this. Pigs get fat. But hogs get slaughtered. And I don't care how big the NFL looks. Remember you Bible folks. Even Goliath went down at the hands of David. And that's all I'm going to say about that right now. We're going to do this. I'm going to go here uh, and give you a little clip of some interviews that I had at the Cam Newton 7 on 7 tournament. Then I'm going to give you some updates really quickly about what's happening with the FCA and a wonderful golf tournament that uh, a... I don't want to call him a former pro right now. I was looking for a team Willis McGay is having. So we're going to go to the videotape right here now, and we're going to give you a little playback here. We tried to get this actually last week. This is the Cedar Grove High School head coach, Jimmy Smith. We had a little technological problems, and I promised I'd like to try to bring him on. So here we go, Jimmy Smith at the Cam Newton 7-on-7 football tournament. And hang on a second. We're going to reach you him one more time. We'll get Coach Jimmy Smith here in just a second. We're going to reach him here, and we're going to bring him on and – we're going to do it right because, like I said, last week we could not get the interview, uh, the sound to work. So here we go one more time. Coach Jimmy Smith from Cedar Grove High School. And we'll get this yet, folks. Here we go. Cedar Grove High School here, and I have the head coach, Jimmy Smith, joining us. Jimmy, welcome to the show. Nice to meet you. Well, Coach, 7-on-7 uh, seven seven tournament here. Cam Newton put this on. Isn't it great to have something like this right here in the community? Excellent opportunity for the kids to improve. Uh, this is probably one of the best 7-on-7 uh, seven seven camps I've been to. Okay, and so now, now you as a coach first, what do you really kind of learn and grab from these events? Uh, the biggest thing I want my kids to do is uh, give great effort and do their job. Uh, winning is one of the things you always want to do, but that's not the only thing you want to do. So, so you really, again, like uh, your assistant coach talked about, you guys are trying to build the character of the young man overall. Exactly. Learn how to compete, learn how to win, learn how to lose, and learn how to get better and learn what it takes. And that really is applicable in all aspects of life. I mean, you always have to try to put your best foot forward all the time, no matter what. Exactly. Uh, that's one thing about our program. Uh, now we're starting to focus more on academics and athletics and uh, for our kids to be successful in not just football, but in life. Well, that's great, man. You guys have a great program out there, football. Of course, your basketball program is well-known in the city as well. I'm actually around the nation, so uh, we appreciate you guys stopping by. Now, now uh, you have a team that you're playing now that you guys played already, correct, in the earlier round? Yes, sir. All right, so you guys are going to try to look to go repeat that from the first round. Exactly. You know what we try to do. We're going to try to uh, do our best and uh, come out with a win. All right. right, as long as we're doing our job, I'll be all right. Now, Coach, do you guys have a website where people can kind of follow what's going on with Cedar Grove Football? Oh, yeah, we got uh, cedargrovefootball.com. Uh, you can go to that website or you can go to our hotel website. We've got any athletes at any time. There you go. Well, folks, we got it right here. Coach Jimmy Smith from Cedar Grove High School getting ready to take on Jefferson County, try to make it 2-0 and and advance to the next round here at the 7-on-7 Cam Newton Tournament right here in Westlake High School in Atlanta, Georgia. Coach, thank you for joining us. That was Coach Jimmy Smith here. We're going to try to get on one more caller before we're off the air here. The phone lines have been continuing to blowing up. And, again, folks, we thank you so much for 
uh, tuning in and calling us and supporting this show. We're looking to expand this show to really continue to bring you the good news that's going on in sports. And as you can hear here by Coach Jimmy Smith, uh, the coaches out here trying to do uh, the very best they can with these athletes. So we're going to try to see if we can get the last caller to have the last word on the Real Talk Sports Show. Try to tune the caller up right here now. Looks like we might not be able to get the caller on. And our assistant saying, nope, the caller is gone. Well, anyway, listen, uh, we thank again everybody that was able to tune in and call in. We are right up against the end of the show anyway. So, again, many thanks to you. If you want to find out more about what's going on with the show, check us out at www.realtalksports.net. If you don't know Jesus Christ, your personal Savior, please, man, please, sir, get to know him because he loves you more than anybody else in this world. On behalf of everybody here at WIGO, we say as we do each week, God bless you and good night. Chains of yesterday surround me. I yearn for peace and rest. I don't want to end up where you found me. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.